For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world's rulers of the darkness of this age, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6, 12. Dear Heavenly Father, we acknowledge that we are in a constant spiritual battle. Our enemies are not our fellow people, but the forces of darkness and ideologies that seek to pull us away from your light, love, and truth. We pray for your protection as we navigate this battleground. Clothe us in your full armor and help us to recognize the true nature of your struggle and to stand firm in faith against all forms of evil. Through your Holy Spirit, give us discernment to see beyond the surface wisdom to choose rightly, and courage to fight the good fight of faith. In the name of Jesus, who has overcome the world, we pray. Amen. Welcome to Pray News, where hope is our only bias. Today's news at a glance, a new pro-life bill puts its money where its mouth is. The Biden administration tries to school tech giants, but can lawmakers keep up with these companies? And under intense persecution, the church in Taiwan is thriving. Thanks for joining us today for Pray News, in a dark and chaotic world, we are hoping to shed a bit of light. We pray today's news leaves you informed and transformed. And if you've enjoyed our take on the news, share this episode with a friend. And be sure to download the Pray.com app to have more hopeful and engaging content at your fingertips. Before we take a dive into today's news, let's hear a word from these sponsors. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Listen to the podcast, Heroes in the Bible, Jesus, with Dr. Tony Evans. This is my beloved son. It is in him I am pleased. What have you to say for yourself, Jesus? Your name claims to be the son of Jehovah. I am as you said. Listen to Heroes in the Bible, Jesus, with Dr. Tony Evans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Today's first story is a step forward for the pro-life movement without forsaking women. Republicans are advancing for an extensive child tax credit expansion encompassing unborn children. Representative Ashley Hinson, a Republican from Iowa, spearheads the collection of bills in the House named Providing for Life Act. This legislation represents a concerted effort to revamp the federal government's family care system. Hinson outlined that her legislation strives to establish a policy course for the culture of life in America. The core element of the proposal involves extending the refundable child tax credit to include a 3500 cap for children under 5, a 4500 gap for ages 16 to 17. It also proposes a retroactive tax credit extension to unborn children, allowing parents to claim the credit in the previous year of pregnancy. 
This move comes as a response to the Democrat-led efforts to make a work requirement free expansion child tax credit permanent, a measure popular during the COVID-19 pandemic, but failed. The bill package incorporates other significant measures, including an option for parents to use their Social Security to fund up to three months of paid parental leave. It also includes enhanced benefits for new mothers and incentives for states to establish guidelines on fathers contributing to pregnancy costs. This legislation comes amid ongoing political tension over abortion access following the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade. Hinson's bill aims to provide additional support for expecting parents with programs on college campuses and at pregnancy resource centers. Senator Marco Rubio recently introduced a Senate counterpart to the package. Rubio stated that it offers, quote, real assistance for children and families, arguing that supporting pregnant mothers and their unborn children is crucial for America's future strength. The proposal to extend child tax credits to unborn babies underscores a deep-rooted belief in the sanctity of life. Scripture reminds us that children are a heritage from the Lord in Psalm 127. We are also told that God thought of us before we were even born, weaving us intricately in our mother's womb, according to Psalm 139. This legislative proposal aims to support children from conception, and we see this as a move forward towards a society that values life. This is a really good example of putting your money where your mouth is. If pro-life movements are ever going to succeed, they must include more support for women who feel like they can't afford to bring a child into the world. To be truly pro-life, we must be also pro-mother. And this bill, if passed, would be a huge step in that direction. Not every woman has a good support system around her, and she may feel like the abortion is her only option. So we as the Christian community and pro-life lawmakers can band together to make these future mothers feel supported and cared for. Another crucial element is keeping the fathers accountable for supporting these mothers. That is also a biblical principle of a father stewarding his household well and taking his responsibility as a parent seriously. So, we encourage everyone to pray for wisdom for our lawmakers so they might craft legislation that respects life and supports mothers, particularly those who are in most need. We also invite prayers for those who find themselves in difficult pregnancy situations that they might receive the support and care that they need. In the spirit of Christ's teaching, let us continue to champion love, understanding, and support for families, recognizing the inherent dignity of every life, from the unborn to the mothers to these households that are struggling. So let's lift all of this in prayer. Dear Lord, we pray for our legislators. Grant them wisdom to craft laws that uphold the sanctity of life and provide necessary support to families in need. Help those mothers who face challenging pregnancy circumstances and empower us, the church, to seek solutions and provide aid to any woman who feels lost and without options. Would you be the comforter? Would you be the provider and the sustainer? We love you and we trust you for all these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Our second story of today has to do with all these developments happening in AI and how the government is responding. What's happened here is seven AI industry bigwigs, including Microsoft, Google, Meta, and OpenAI, have raised their virtual hands and solemnly sworn to adhere to a certain set of safeguards for their technology. This is at the White House's request. So it's a bit like a school assignment. Biden is at the front of the class setting some ground rules for these technology prodigies. The Biden administration is making a concerted effort to ensure that these tech firms apply their AI know-how to benefit society without disturbing public safety, 
rights, or democratic values. It's a bit like telling someone, hey, sure, you can juggle those chainsaws, just don't cut anything important. You see, AI has so much potential for good, but also so much potential for bad. And so the White House is naturally responding. The tech firms have agreed to eight measures focused on safety, security, and social responsibility. These include letting independent experts test models for, quote, bad behavior, which probably doesn't include making rude comments on social media, but we can always hope. This also includes investing in cybersecurity and watermarking AI-generated content. That last one is especially handy for Drake fans out there. Here's a quote directly from the White House. These commitments, which the companies have chosen to undertake immediately, underscore three principles that must be fundamental to the future of AI, safety, security, and trust, and mark a critical step towards developing responsible AI. So this is the White House's statement, but I believe they have missed an opportunity to quote Spider-Man, with great power comes great responsibility, because that in essence is what's happening here. The voluntary nature of this agreement underscores the challenge lawmakers face in keeping up with the fast-paced world of AI. It's like trying to catch a rabbit on a turbocharged bicycle. It's tricky, but not impossible, I suppose. Several bills have already been introduced to Congress to regulate AI, which is a comforting thought until you remember that legislation and tech innovations have a habit of moving at very different speeds. If lawmakers want to regulate AI credibly, they need to keep up. So far, they haven't shown the capacity to do so. In Proverbs 4, 6-7, we read, Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. You see, this ancient wisdom still rings true today as we navigate the rapidly changing landscape of AI technology. These AI titans have been gifted with the ability to create incredible technology that, if used wisely, can truly serve the common good. As believers, we must pray for discernment for these companies as they develop AI that could potentially reshape our world. Now, will it be for the better or will it be for the worse? Wisdom and understanding matched with a commitment to safety, security, and trust are key ingredients to ensure that AI technology benefits all of humanity. Now, many have looked at AI and have seen a bleak future. They've expressed skepticism and fear about the surging power of artificial intelligence. At Pray.com, we believe technological innovation can be leveraged for the kingdom of God. To quote Pray.com's chief technology officer and co-founder, Ryan Beck, good people with good tools do great things. This has been true all throughout history, and it's true today with the emerging capabilities of AI. So let's keep the tech wizards and policymakers in our prayers so that they may continue to juggle their technological chainsaws with wisdom and caution. And let's also pray that those chainsaws turn out to be more beneficial and dangerous. Lord, we pray for the leaders of these powerful companies and lawmakers, that they may be granted wisdom and discernment, not be driven by greed or skepticism, rather, but by wisdom and knowledge. As they navigate these complex challenges of artificial intelligence, grant them wisdom. We ask for a commitment to safety, security, and trust, and we pray for that to be genuine and long-lasting. We pray that these innovations would be good for the world and not just for companies. We also pray for society as a whole, that we wouldn't be ignorant of these things, that we would be adapting new technologies for your glory and for your kingdom. Give us grace when we stumble. Give us patience when we're getting out of control. And we pray that you would reign us in with your Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our last story of today is a story of triumph in the midst of trial. Amid escalating geopolitical tensions, 
Taiwan is witnessing a faith-filled response from Christian population. Over 16,000 revival prayer groups have blossomed across the island nation as a means of facing down Beijing's increasing threats. Tensions are peaking, and Beijing's belligerence is once again making Taiwan very jittery. China's military released a video illustrating simulated attacks on Taiwan, ramping up the pressure on the island that faces almost daily military harassment from the mainland. Meanwhile, Taiwan is escalating its military preparedness with U.S. weapons. So to be clear, they're not seeking conflict or confrontation, but they're not going to flinch in the face of bullying or coercion. Here's the thing. Taiwan's Christian community is intensifying its efforts not for war, but for prayer, revival, unity, repentance, and protection over its homeland. Pastor Brian Liu of House of Bread and Life Ministries talked to CBN News and said, quote, The united prayers and fasting prayers of the churches in Taiwan are much more than ever before. It's an unprecedented prayer movement, unquote. People across the island are gathering day and night to pray. Gordon Huang, a prominent church leader, echoes this sentiment. He said, quote, I believe something so simple is starting to have such a huge impact upon people in the church and also people around the church. In May 2021, Don Young, a former missionary, felt called by the Lord to convey a warning of coming shakeups, a bit of a prophecy, if you will. His message sparked a revival prayer group movement, which consists of small groups of people praying around the clock for Taiwan. Pastor Lu said, quote, because RPG has two or three people in every group, so one day a war happened and there was no physical buildings that people can meet in, they can still pray in small groups so the church will not be affected. This movement is not confined to Taiwan, with members of China's underground church also participating. The goal is to have 300,000 prayer groups praying, according to Peter Yang, who leads the Taiwan Christian Alliance. He said, quote, what's happening today is so rare. It's amazing. It's clearly God's doing. Unity will be the legacy of this movement, Young quote. Young added that they want to have 300,000 groups and also unite the churches in China coming together, all leaders and members on both sides, so that they can pray for peace. As Christians, we're reminded of Ephesians 6.12 that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this age. This prayer movement in Taiwan is waging the right type of warfare, and it's a testament to this biblical truth. As believers uh, who are gathering to seek divine intervention amid geopolitical conflicts, prayer is a powerful instrument for change and a testament of faith in the omnipotence of God. When people pray, the Lord moves. There's no doubt about that. As Taiwan's Christians turn to prayer in the face of impending crisis, they echo the actions of the early church, choosing faith over fear and unity over division. Prayer is what released Peter out of prison and broke shackles of Paul and Silas in the book of Acts. Prayer is also what preceded the coming of God's Spirit at Pentecost. So we believe prayer is what will bring about revival in Taiwan in this entire generation. It is encouraging to see the power of prayer and unity transcending geopolitical borders, bridging the gap between Taiwanese and Chinese believers. We invite our listeners to join in prayer for Taiwan and the peace and wisdom to prevail in this tense situation. May we remember that in Christ, we find true peace and the ability to stand together, even in the face of daunting adversity. Before signing off for today, let's lift everything in prayer. Heavenly Father, we lift up Taiwan and its people as well as the entire region. We ask for your divine intervention to bring peace and resolution amid escalating tensions. 
strength the faith of your church and multiply their efforts to seek your wisdom and protection. May this spirit of unity and fervent prayer spill over the borders and touch all hearts involved, fostering a greater sense of understanding and empathy. We pray for peace and we hope for peace. In your mighty name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining us today on Pray News. It is our aim to be informed and transformed. We pray today you would proceed with hope, love, and determination to be a force for good. If this episode blessed you, consider sharing it with a friend so that we can spread the hope of the gospel worldwide. And join us daily for Pray News, where hope is our only bias. Listen to the podcast, Heroes in the Bible, Jesus, with Dr. Tony Evans. This is my beloved son. It is in him I am pleased. What have you to say for yourself, Jesus? Your name claims to be the son of Jehovah. I am as you said. Listen to Heroes in the Bible, Jesus, with Dr. Tony Evans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.